It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Coming up at the top of the hour, our pick six at six. We picked six players who we thought would have a big impact in the game for the Commanders against the Cowboys, one way or the other, how they do. We'll take a look back at that at six o'clock, and then Dave Johnson joins us at 6.15 ahead of Wizards and Pistons tonight. Woohoo! Wizards and Pistons. Anthony, are you are you more excited for a Wizards Pistons kind of game where you're like, "Hey, Wizards got a shot tonight?" Or would you rather like, "Oh, hey, the Bucks are in town. Let's see what they got uh even if it goes poorly." Uh I'd definitely rather see the Bucks to be honest. Okay. So I I'm curious. I'm going to ask Dave this. Like the Pistons should be better by now. Like yeah, the Wizards, the Wizards are intentionally kind of terrible. Yep, we're tanking. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say they're tanking. They just don't care about wins. That too. Um, but the Pistons, like they've had their bad seasons. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be turning it around. They're supposed to be doing what Orlando is doing. Orlando's second in the Eastern Conference. Looking good. The Pistons stink. Still, <laughs> why? What they do wrong? Uh, so we'll talk to Dave about that. And whatever else, what other stories Dave has, because that's really, let's be honest, Anthony, with with ourselves, with the audience, we have Dave Johnson every Wizards game day to kind of talk about the games, but also to have story time with Dave, because it's very entertaining, and I would like to know what stories he has, and so we'll do that coming up. Uh, Right now, though, it is time to go around the NFL, which not only is going to take us around the entire league in terms of, you know, all the games, it's going to take us day by day, Anthony, through our Thanksgiving weekend. Games galore. Games on Thursday. Games on Friday. Games on Sunday. Game tonight. No Justin Jefferson, by the way, yet, but he's getting close for the Vikings who host the Bears this evening. All right. Uh, Thanksgiving Day started with a surprise. Packers coming out playing fantastic early, holding on late. They beat the Lions, who dropped to 8-3. and three. Jordan Love, a career-high three touchdown passes, uh, ties his career high. Jared Goff, 332 and two touchdowns in the loss. Uh, tough look for that Lions offense. Uh, we're, we're all looking at Ben Johnson being like, is he the next guy here in D.C.? I, I, I mean... It was such a weird game because the Lions, every time I looked up at this point, like, you know, we're cooking, starting starting to play host to our friends who were coming over, the whole deal. Um, so I wasn't, like, super locked in on the game. But every time I looked up, it felt like the Lions were driving. And then you look up, and somehow they wouldn't have the football anymore. And they wouldn't have – and, like, the scoreboard wouldn't have changed. It was a weird game. Yeah, I didn't quite understand why – I guess they had so many offensive lows because, again, they're one of those teams that once they get going, they can, you know, turn it up a little, a notch, and they just consistently just couldn't get going. Jared Goff didn't have, you know, the best day. Jameer Gibbs, you know, he he showed his flashes, but as a whole, they, they just struggled. And shout-out to the Packers, you know, that they were under uh, underhanded a little bit. Um, They had some injuries that they were facing, but they came out there playing as if they had – you know everything to lose. So, um, I mean, it's pr- they didn't really go into any offensive lulls. That's the thing. What happened is they get to the end of drives and they wouldn't score. 
because either they lost the ball, they three fumbles they lost, mm-hmm. and they were one of five on fourth down. But they ran 78 plays, gained 464 yards, had 25 first downs. Like, they should have won the game if they just held on to the ball. I mean, if those three fumble drives turn into, or like two of the fumble drives and one of the fourth down conversions turn into field goals, they win the game. Yeah. Also, them going forward on fourth down their own territory, the fake punt. Yeah, I didn't love that one. That that hurt a little bit. That, I, they like, were I like aggressiveness. Aggressive. I like going for it on fourth down. That was that's one too many sips of espresso from uh from old Dan Campbell there. But big win for the Packers, uh, who pulled a five and six, which is in the NFC is kind of good enough to be floating around the end of the playoff race. Uh, and then of course the Lions dropped to eight and three. Uh we talked about com- and by the way, that's O and one for your voice. Yes, both of us. Uh and Mike? Uh, Michael Mauer. Oh, yeah, the, Mike, the Mike had the lines as well. Um, all right, Commanders Cowboys. Uh, we've been talking about it all day. The Cowboys won forty-five to ten. We both predicted that would happen. Yep, we all did. All right, uh, 49ers and Seahawks. Big second quarter for San Francisco. Seventeen nothing to pull them out to a twenty-four to three halftime lead. Uh, ultimately. 31-13 the final. Christian McCaffrey, 19 carries, 114 yards, two touchdowns. Brock Purdy, 209, a touchdown, and a pick. Niners, ever since their bye week and ever since they got everybody healthy, look like the behemoth that I thought they were, Anthony. Yeah, the Niners look good, man. The defense is playing solid. Chase Young had, like, no stats against um, the Seahawks, which is I'm not going to say surprising, but come on, Chase. He he had a great debut, but, again, I expected him to go out there and really, you know, elevate his game a little bit. And uh, him going out there with no stats is not a good look. Uh, but their offense kind of what he does. Yeah. Did he even have a pressure? Where is he? Yeah, he had, he had one pressure. One pressure. One pressure for PFF and one hurry. Cool. Uh, he's a luxury item for them. What can you say? Uh, meanwhile, Nick Bosa had nine. Yeah. Nine pressures, three sacks, two hits, four hurries. Jesus. Good gracious, man. That is what that dude <laughs> does. Uh, kind of a weird... I mean, Seattle barely ran any plays. Um, I mean, Three and they, out, man. They, Dre Greenlaw was the Niners' leading tackler with six. Oh, wow. That's, that's kind of how the offensive day went. Uh, Friday did not go very well for the Jets, uh, that it was anticipated. Uh, but there's just something about the Jets playing Thanksgiving time. Because once upon a time, if I do remember correctly, the butt fumble was on Thanksgiving. I think so. You talking about Mark? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was. So In one of the more embarrassing plays in NFL history, if you missed this, uh, the Jets went to throw a Hail Mary at the end of the first half. They were down at the time 10, or sorry, they were down at the time, oh my God, I can't do math. Yeah, 10 to 6. The Dolphins intercepted the ball at the one-yard line. Forget knocking it down. Nope, we're just going to catch it. And ran it back 99 yards for a touchdown. One of the craziest slash most embarrassing plays in NFL history, Jets Thanksgiving week again. 
Uh, Tyreek Hill had a touchdown. Tua uh, actually threw two picks in this game. Uh, Burheem Mostert solid on the ground, two touchdowns. Uh, Jalen Waddell, a big day, eight catches for 114 yards. Uh, Dolphins beat up on the Jets 34-13 before coming to FedEx Field this week. Man, I, I really just wish Aaron Rodgers was healthy for the Jets because I feel bad for the Jets' defense. The Jets' defense did as much as they could against a high-powered attack, and they just were on the field all day um, Friday. And it's just there's only there's a, there's only so many times you can you know bend and not break, and you know yeah. the Dolphins ended up you know getting the better of them. Old Timmy Boyle get the start again for the Jets uh, this week. Saints and Falcons, 24-15. How about Atlanta coming through with a strong 10-point fourth quarter? Bijan Robinson doing his thing, 16 carries, 91 yards, and a touchdown, despite 304 from Derek Carr. Uh, the Saints just, they do some weird stuff, man, where they just can't get out of their own way. Carr has a pick in the game. Like they can't get anything going really on the ground. Um, Kamara's got 15 for 69, which is like a good average, but um, not enough because they're kind of chasing the game. Olave, another monster day, 7 for 114. But it just feels like a lot of empty calorie type of yards uh, compared to what Atlanta's able to do, get Drake London, some big catches, some conversions, etc. Algier, 64. Patterson, 43. Ritter had 30 on the ground, and then Bijan's 91. Atlanta ran for 228 in this game. Yeah, Bijan... Definitely, you know, showed some flashes. We've been wanting this Bijan all year long. And also, they utilized all three running backs. They finally gave Cordell Patterson some carries. And guess what he was doing? Running people over. That's Give him does. the ball. You have three legit running backs. Just run the ball. Take the take the ball out of Ritter's hand and just, you know, run the ball because that's uh, your strength right now. But the Saints, yeah, they, they can't figure it out. Derek Carr's out there throwing interceptions in the, the red zone. He threw a pick six to Jesse Bates. Yep. The turnovers also hurt them. Jesse Bates, he came up with a fourth fumble as well. Bates so, was awesome. He's, he, he's, a, he's a bad man. Yeah, he's what a signing for Atlanta. And that division is so bad. It's like you, you said it earlier. It is literally like – the, the NFC East in 2020 when the Commanders won. It is that bad. It's awful. Uh, did we pick that game correctly? Uh, Mike got it correct. You and I picked the Saints. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, Steelers and Bengals. Uh, Pittsburgh, 16-10 winners thanks to some actual downfield passing. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. Kenny Pickett, 278. Wow. Najee Harris, 15 for 99. And a touchdown. How about Pat Fryermuth, big tight end, yes, 9 for 120. But they actually did try to push the ball down the field a little bit. It helps that you're going against the Bengals, and you know they're they're trying to figure it out with Jake Browning at quarterback with Burrow on IR now officially. But uh, the Steelers, 7-4, and four and found that you're allowed to uh, you know vertically move the ball down the field without Matt Canada as their OC. Who knew? I mean, I, I still want to see some more out of the offense, but a step forward, I should say. A step forward. The defense is still solid. They still need Minka Fitzpatrick to come back. He's missed a couple of games. So once they get him back, I, I think this, he, he'll take that defense to an even uh, higher notch. Uh, Panthers and Titans. Turns out this was Frank Reich's last game in Carolina. What a disaster it has been there. And, you know, David Tepper, just so impatient, terrible owner. Um, 
which is unfortunate because he cares a lot and he's like willing to spend and he's got a lot of characteristics that you want. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's so impatient and like just absolutely uh, sold the farm for Bryce Young and then mm -hmm. ch chooses to do something kind of wacky with, with some of the coaching staff and just, I don't know, man, it's just a bad look. They might have needed to get rid of Reich. Um, you know, the more I read from stuff down there, it sounded like that it just wasn't a good fit. Um, but I, God, what a mess uh, in Carolina. Meanwhile, Tennessee, they're four and seven. Derrick Henry's still very large and very fast, and he scored twice. Uh, Buccaneers and Colts, your boys, 27-20 winners. Baker Mayfield knocked out of this game for a little bit, came back, played all right. But uh, at the end of the day, Gardner Minshew and company able to get it done. Uh Rashad White, by the way, 15 carries, 100 yards for Tampa. But uh, Jonathan Taylor, two touchdowns on the ground. Michael Pittman over 100 yards receiving. Uh, and, and a fellow named Zaire Franklin had seven more tackles. Yes, sir. The Colts got the job done. They stay alive. You know, the FC South is still up for grabs. Um, big win for uh, for the Colts. Definitely, I, I still think they need to give JT and Zach Moss um, more carries. They only had 23 combined. But against a, a Buccaneers defense that does like the blitz a lot, it's probably going to be hard to run. So Gardner stepped up, did what he had to do. Big day for Michael Pittman as well. No doubt. Uh, Patriots and Giants was exactly what you thought it would be. Terrible. <laughs> and, by the way, great for the Commanders because guess who now also is 4-8? and eight? We are. Oh, they are. Yeah, the Giants are. Two-game winning streak for the Giants mm. to get to four and eight. Uh, they're two and three. At, or sorry, they've got two wins in the division. Uh, obviously, Washington has none. So NFC record, division record, head-to-head -head record, everything favors Washington in terms of the higher draft pick uh, because in the standings, everything will favor New York. So that is good news. And the Patriots continue to be terrible no matter who is at quarterback. Mac Jones was benched for the not first, not second, not third, but fourth time this year. And then what did Bailey Zappi do when he came in? Threw a pick, too. Just promptly threw it to the wrong team. Incredible. It's it, it, the point, beyond the point, really, where it is just sad to watch the end of the Belichick era. It just, it can't be this. But it is every single week. Uh, you mentioned the AFC South is still tight. How about the Jags not just being on top of that division, but they... Uh, until Kansas City won last night, was or they actually and Baltimore too actually. So there was there was a point yesterday. Let's put it this way: because of the way the games were sequenced, this game being at one o'clock, where the Jags were actually the number one seed in the AFC. Mm -hmm. Four different teams yesterday at some point were the number one seed in the AFC. The Jags had it after the one o'clock window thanks to a 24-21 win over the Texans in what was an absolutely ridiculous game cj stroud and trevor lawrence both throw for over 300 yards um you got rushing touchdowns uh from, from both quarterbacks as well some big receiving games from calvin ridley christian kirk nico collins like this game, this game had everything it dealt you know, five for 50 and it comes down to a field goal at the end matt amendola from 58 which would have been a career long and he had plenty of leg, Anthony. That was the thing. Yep. 
That thing was high. It was it far, was. <laughs> but it was too high. And so it hits off like the T of the crossbar. It was dead center. And if he had just lowered it a little bit, he had plenty of leg, but the trajectory all wrong. And ultimately, the Jags hang on to survive. Yeah, that was a fantastic game in the 1 o'clock hour. The Texans, I, I really thought CJ was going get to the, get the job done, but that sack by Josh Allen... That ended up being the difference in the game because that's why they had to kick the 58-59 the yard field goal. Um, the Texans couldn't pick up any more yards. But that was a heck of a game. Um, just a lot of big plays being made by, like, both teams. And the Jags, you know, they, they wanted a little bit more. Their defense stepped up when they needed them to. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens when they uh, face each other again. By the way, finally a 300-yard day for Trevor Lawrence. Let's see. If that is enough to kickstart that offense, Browns and Broncos. The Broncos are six and five. Are the Broncos gulp good? Russell Wilson rough day, but they just ran the crap out of the ball. I mean, they didn't really even try to pass it that much. I mean, Russ was just 134 yards and a and uh, a touchdown, but he only threw it 22 times. They ran it 39. Uh, including 11 by Wilson. They just, there was a drive in the middle, I think in the middle of the second quarter, I want to say. It might have been actually tail end of the first, where they ran like three or four straight read options with Russ. Oh, yep. And they, and Russ, they kept crashing and Russ kept pulling it and picking up chunks and eventually ran it in himself. Um, But you got Javante Williams, 18 carries. So our old pal Samaje P. Ryan and his beard had seven carries. Russ had 11. They got uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, a little scat back, a couple of carries. Marvin Mims on a reverse for a carry. Like, they just kept running it against what's supposed to be a vaunted Brown defense, Brown's defense. Meanwhile, Dorian Thompson-Robinson knocked out of this game. P.J. Walker had to come in and finish it. End of the day. Not uh, a good day for the Cleveland Browns, who fall to 7-4 and four on the year. Uh, Rams and Cardinals in the afternoon window. This one pretty straightforward. Rams uh, ran it up pretty good. Uh, Matt Stafford, nice little day. And um, I will say this. Your boy lost in fantasy despite putting up a ton of points. In part because of one of the games that we're going to talk about in a moment. And in part because Kyron Williams was on my bench. Oh my gosh, you got Kyron Williams on your bench? Sure did. All 16 carries for 143 yards, six catches for 61 yards, and two touchdowns on my bench. Difference in the game. He's nasty, man. I Once I heard he was coming back, I already knew he was going to be a problem. He was a problem before the injury, yep. and when he came back, he... thought I Thought I had found a spot for him. <laughs> Didn't. Nope. Just big, dumb idiot. Big, big, dumb, dumb, idiot, idiot. Uh, Chiefs and Raiders. How about the Chiefs scoring second-half points? 31-17, the final score there, including 17 second-half points for Mahomes and company. 298 and two touchdowns. Uh, Rice, a nice little day for Kansas City. Uh, Rashi Rice, eight catches, 107, and a touchdown. Kelsey Ho-Hum, six catches, 91 yards on seven targets. Uh, Meanwhile, Isaiah Pacheco, 15 carries, 55 yards, like, they, they do enough running the football to keep teams honest. Uh, meanwhile, nice day for Josh Jacobs, but not enough for the Las Vegas Raiders, who fall to 5-7. and seven. Uh, Oh, I just accidentally canceled out of my scoreboard. Good job out of me. 
Anthony, what's the next game on the schedule? Slash, how how where are we at record wise? So right now I am nine and four. You are eight and five. Mike is nine and four. The next game on our should be Bills Eagles. Yep, Bills Eagles. And guess what? You change your answer because of Mike. To the Bills? Yes. What a moron! And you also did that to the Patriots as well, or the Giants. I get because you had the you had the Giants, but then you chose the Patriots. No way. Yes. I picked the Patriots? Yes, you did. You had the Giants. Somebody I, fire me. <laughs> you picked the Giants at first. You listened to Mike. He was like, Belichick does make it hell on, you know, rookie quarterbacks. That is I'm good going logic. Patriots. That is good logic. They did, they did win 10-7. Yeah. Ugh. But you also just chose the Bills. Damn, I mean, and it looked good. It did. Until the end. Oh, my God. Until the end. What a game this was. Jalen Hurts just finds a way. He's, I think, 30-5 and five now as a starter. It's ridiculous. And don't the commanders have, like, two of the losses in there? Or is it just one? I think it's just one. Anyway, point is. Yeah, one loss from last year. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, 18 for 31. Three touchdowns, though. And then, of course, a couple of touchdowns on the ground. Uh, tush push and the uh, quarterback draw to win it. A.J. Brown finally kept in check, but Devontae Smith, he goes nuts. Seven for 106. Uh, Josh Allen (laughs) threw it 51 times. 51 times. Also ran it nine for 81, and that was not enough. And by the way, I said in my fantasy matchup, something, you know, if the Eagles had just not forced overtime uh, and Jalen Hurts isn't the guy who runs in the final touchdown, I was fine. Eagles have a regular fourth quarter. Me benching Kyron, or not starting Kyron Williams, not a big deal. It's not what happened. Eagles 10-1. and I dropped the game in fantasy. (laughs) These two things are basically equal. Uh, Ravens and Chargers. Ravens, nice cruise to a 20-10 win. This thing was uh, pretty chill into the fourth quarter. 13-3 Baltimore into the fourth. Both teams scored a touchdown. 20-10, your final score. Uh, do a good job of keeping Justin Herbert in check. Uh, just 217 yards, a touchdown, and a pick for Herbert. Lamar, nice, easy, 177 and a touchdown. Also had 11 carries for 39 yards. I feel like there was a bunch of drops and, like, silly stuff in this game, too. Like, some Herbert has a little bit of, like, what happened, used to happen to Eli Manning, where Eli just would have the dumbest interceptions. Like, the ball would hit off guys' hands, and then it would get picked off, and you're just like, who... Is this payback for what you did on draft night? Like, what is happening? And I feel like Herbert has a lot of that stuff, too, where he makes plays or delivers throws and just funky stuff happens to him. Yeah. I feel, I feel bad for um, the Chargers. We we all thought it was going to be a one-score game. It was until Zay Flowers decided to, you know, break off like a 30-yard run. But these lo- these one-score games, they, they just continue to lose and just can't get over the hump. So, Brandon Staley... I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think wanna, he's done. Yeah, I, I, I think he's, he's done, done at the end of the, end of the year. As well. yeah. uh, all right, what you got uh, record-wise? Where are we at going into Bears-Vikings tonight? Right, which so we, we both have Minnesota, yes? Yeah, we all have the Vikings. I'm 11-4. and four. You're 9-6. and six. Mike is 10-5. and five. Mm. And also, last week, I was 10-3. and three. You were 8-5. and five. Anthony making up some ground here hey, late like, in the season. Don't call it a comeback, baby. Uh, so where does that put us for the season? Oh, I haven't been able to tally that. That's that's a lot of quick math, and you know, math is an hour strong suit. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's yeah. not. 
Uh, by the way, we played, uh, Rachel got a bunch of board games uh, that were supposed to be here for Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, they were not, uh, but we did get them like Friday. And so we had some friends over last night, played a board game that was very math uh, adjacent. I was the only, we, it was called Partners. And uh -oh. we switched, we played two games with the same partners. And then we switched. And I was the only one to not win a game. Dang. Yeah. Not great. The game was very fun. I just. What, what, what's the name of it? It's called Partners. Okay. You have a partner. It's a four person game. Play two and two. Yeah. Math. Hard. Anyway, uh, that's, that's around the NFL. And also around Craig's losses of the weekends, from board games to fantasy games. When we get back, our pick six. How did our six key commanders do against the Cowboys? Uh, hint, not very well, just like every other commander. Uh, that's next in the Hoffman Show on the Team 980 and always live on the free Odyssey app.